0: chilling, chillin'. My name Wale and I came to get it. Came to get it. Came to get it. My name
1: Welcome to season four of the All Things Sports podcast. The premiere is here, and I got a guest today. Let's just say we're bringing in the height. He's standing at seven foot six. The star from UC Irvine. Mama du and Jai is here today joining me to kick off season four. How we doing, my guy?
0: I'm doing well. Just finished working out, you know. Now I'm hanging out the house. What'd you hit today? What workout was it today? Today I just upper body, you know, nothing crazy. Just mm-hmm. one hour
1: body and that's it. Very nice. Very nice. So how about you tell the podcast listeners a little bit about you, who you are, where you came from, and so on. Hi, guys. Everybody's listening this. You know, my name is Mamoudou
0: Ndiaye. You know, I was born in Senegal, West Africa, and then moved to United States in California in Huntington Beach. Went high school over there, college in UC Irvine, and then played with Warriors Summer League after that, you know, uh, signing with Detroit, you know, and then playing in China, Mexico, victory all around the world, you know, and then, yep.
1: Very nice, brother. So I kind of wanted you to touch on UC Irvine a little bit. Um, Can you maybe run down your experience there and maybe like a piece of advice that stuck out to you along the way?
0: Yes, one thing I choose to UCI because I have a couple of friends who used to play in Irvine and then because I and then I used to live uh twenty-five minutes from UCI. And then, you know, I started going there, playing open game, you know, have some friend over there and then kind of like used to it, walk around the campus, things like that. And also, you know, I started meeting the kid, you know, the coach, you know, all those kind of stuff. And then that kind of make
1: me, you know, like the UCI. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So to add on to that, to bounce off of that, 2015, I mean, that atmosphere in the tournament must have been crazy. You guys almost beat Louisville. Pretty sure you lost by two. They ended up making the Elite Eight, so not too bad of a loss. But what was that like just to kind of be in March Madness? Were you always – Aware of March Madness and what that atmosphere was like and how did that really just feel overall? Oh God, trust
0: me. It was the best moment in my life, you know? I'm sure it was. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was 100% best moment and that, you know, usually I remember I used to play maybe 30 30 minutes or maybe something like that like 20 something minutes but that game you know i didn't want to come out because you know you know i was just like fully energy ready to play excited you know and then it was just like uh, it's all about excited it was about money or anything you know it was about the game of basketball you know you just love it we just you know enjoying like the, you know, the preparation, all those kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. And, you know, in addition to your experience in March Madness, you also faced off against Taco Fall, who, uh, let's just say he matched your height. So what was that like going against someone your size? Were you definitely a little thrown? I mean, that jump ball, I believe, was the highest or tallest jump ball in the history of college basketball. So. What was it like going against Taco? Absolutely.
0: Hey, it was <laughs> like, uh, maybe now that's why I understand. You know, first time playing against Taco, that's how I understand how most people feel about, you know, playing against me. Because Taco is a legit 7'6", or it might be more than that. You know, and then because I wasn't used to playing with anybody taller than, like, him, and then it was kind of, like, you know, different feeling because I used to play maybe people like maybe 6'11 or seven first, things like that, you know. But, you know, face against taco, it was just, like, uh, funny to me and then feel, like, a little different, you know. When I turn around, I see these guys right there, you know what I'm saying? I just say, no, know, wow. But it was a great challenge for me, you know.
1: It was new experience, and then I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Did you guys ever talk about it, like, after or before you guys played? Did you guys, did you guys ever... Like, oh, absolutely, absolutely. We did. We did talk about it, you know, a lot of time because,
0: you know, I I know Taco before we played, you know. And then after that, you know, of course, you know, I see him, you know, we text him, like once a while, you know, when he comes to L.A., we get together. Talk about, you know, things like that. You know, Taco is kind of like a more quiet guy. You know, I'm more like a little bit crazy, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I make fun of him like that. But, you know, he doesn't respond back. You know, he always laughs, smile. So you
1: talk shit and he kind of just like absorbs it up?
0: Exactly. I can say, you know, bullshit, whatever I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? He just smiles. Oh, you, know, you know, I'm a goofy guy, you know. <laughs> but, you know for all that you know he's a great kid so you know yeah
1: yeah that's awesome um and to just um touch on you know college basketball as a whole you had some experience overseas and with the big three and everything you know what was the style of play like how would you say the style of play in college was different than the pros did you notice any change of tempo or anything that stood out to you
0: a lot it's a lot of different you know first thing you know playing college one thing you just be like family over there yeah family fan you know the fan and then you just play because you enjoy it you play and then you love it you know and then you play and then you want to win you know and you enjoy the game, you know, enjoy the course, the friend, everybody. Everybody, you know, want to win and have fun. And then, you know, and then when you're in college too, you know, you're learning everything, you, you know, what I'm saying? a lot of things, you know. But when you decide to play professional, it's different. It's not a world. Everything is about business. People want to take your job. You know, things feel like, uh, you know, the friendship kind of goes Go down, you know, the question, you know, it's all about now become like a different world, you know. I mean, if you like someone, you're not like that, you know, and or you're not used to that, you, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like things that started going down, you know. You might just say, Fuck this. Yeah. No,
1: 100%. You know, you might say, you know, <laughs> what was yeah,
0: that? Or, or, you know, you don't do it again, you know what I'm saying? Because it's different, you know, all you see now is business running around nobody care you know people want to take care of it, things like that and then you feel you, now you you don't feel comfortable you know you might think oh god now i'm gonna lose my job now i'm doing this you know now now you started worry. you know become like mental health you know what i'm saying
1: yeah right like it's like a job now like you used to do it for like your family and friends like you were going to school <laughs> but now you go to overseas and thus and more opportunities and it's something that you actually got to like Worry about because this is your career, hundred percent. Exactly, it. I feel that. Yes,
0: yes, but you know, if you kind of like to see see it like that, say, "Wow, this thing is different," you know. And, and then you see some people out there, you know, they don't have nothing but just basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? Outside basketball, they don't think about nothing. For me, when I see that, I say, "Okay, I don't want this thing be my life." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have like
1: life just just than basketball so i you actually know, to touch on that so you uh i mean you were putting up numbers overseas i believe you played in uh you play in uh victoria or wherever it was yeah you were putting up numbers you putting up yeah mexico right so you were putting up 15 and 11 you were averaging like almost two blocks a game i see you know, why you did that. I kind of wanted you to elaborate on what, you know, the transition was from, like, basketball to not just basketball. Like, you're huge on TikTok, you're huge on social media. So maybe if you can explain a little bit about that and how, you know, what the thought process was behind that, that would be awesome.
0: No, now I love it. You know, now I do, like, a lot of marketing, like a hotel, like a bowling, working with kids, you know, doing, like, a business with all this company, things like that. And then uh, I will love it. Like, it just like put me like, uh, I'm not really outside basketball here because a lot of things I'm doing, you know, I'm doing with the basketball, but you know, it me like, you, you know, who I am, you know, learning like, you know, different skill. You know, like I'm working with this uh, company called like Bucket Overballing, you know, Bucket Overballing, you know, they basically in Chicago. And I'm working with New York City with a lot of kids, like middle school, like a high school, like, you know, talk about them like motivation. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. No, if, it seems like you're giving back. And that's, that's yeah. something a lot of athletes need to learn from you. And then,
0: 100%. and then I love it. And then it's just like something like excited. And then, you know, be around the kids, you know, telling them about my life story. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, just giving them like a motivation, say, so, you know, whatever you like to do you know always you know give it your best but you know some and then you have to enjoy it
1: yeah it looks like you enjoy it um also checked out your youtube you seem to be enjoying that what's your favorite youtube video that you've posted what's been the best experience from that so funny
0: though i one youtube i really like it, it was me and aj ramson you know he was but i did a lot of youtube video with a lot of guys like uh tristan jazz you know and then uh chris staple
1: yeah bone collector then, seems to be a popular one also
0: exactly yeah bone collector all, all these guys you know i've been enjoying it and all those guys like you know they have a lot of impact with a lot of kids too you know, yeah, and then, and then I've been doing a lot of work with Bond. You know, Chris, all, all these guys. You know, and it's just like them. You know, they, they create whatever they've been doing with basketball, and then I'm also using those kind of stuff to, you know, to motivate with the kids. You know, things like that.
1: Yeah, can definitely tell. Um, so yeah, I kind of wanted to also talk about this year's March Madness Selection Sunday was very recent. And I am curious what you think about the bracket. Um I definitely have some questions and concerns, but overall, you know, what are some intriguing matchups, some teams you like, and who do we think is going all the way? So funny. I, you know, I never done like a bracket, you
0: know, mass my you know interesting. I just did my it was first time I did I say, oh God. It's kind of weird, you know, feeling all this kind of stuff. But, you know, I see Santa Barbara, they made it. You know what I'm saying? I, I have to root for them. Right. And then, of, you know, UCLA, USC.
1: UCLA. You know, because, you know.
0: They're, they're dominant. Yeah, UCLA dominant, you know. And then funny thing, I picked UCLA, go all the way to the final. but. Wow. But the final, you know, I, I have to keep
1: it that one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's but you know, we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's funny. Uh, it seems like you're sticking to your Cali roots here. And uh I I'm probably gonna end up picking UCLA anyways, even though I have no Cali roots, but we'll be looking at yeah. your teams. Um I know. just a couple more questions. I kinda wanted to know, you know, the biggest challenge and not just your, you know. Basketball career, but just in life, you seem like you are doing everything. You are giving back. You are playing basketball. You are creating content. You know, just some like life advice for someone that's maybe looking to do, you know, follow your footsteps or whatever that may be. What's you know probably the biggest challenge in your career? How'd you overcome it? And what advice do you have to give to everyone listening today?
0: There is anything you know. I like to say, like anything, like you do. Anything you do, like it doesn't matter you play basketball, football, volleyball, golf, anything, you know, a sport wise. Right? Whatever you do. If you do like a sport, I'm just saying like use the game and don't let the game use you. You're playing basketball, use it. Football, use it. You know what I'm saying? Use it, you know, anything, you know, it's it's gonna look, it's gonna go a long way. You know, after that, you know, you can use those kind of stuff. Do like whatever you like to do. If they can be motivation, if they can be like trainer, if they can be like education, anything, business, you know, use use those kind of things, you know, to help, you know, and then and love it, enjoy it, you know. If you decide to keep doing that, something you enjoy and have fun, you know, the money, you know, the success will come, hundred percent, and then you know you're not gonna be stressed. You're not going to be like, uh, you know, be miserable, things like that. You have to have fun. That's a life. Anything figured out way to have fun with it. If you don't have fun, I'm sorry. It's going to be tough, you know.
1: Yeah, That that is definitely some great advice. And it seems like that's exactly what you're doing. And it seems to be working. Yeah. Uh, so what's coming up for you? What's, you know, what uh, collabs are coming up? What's your schedule looking like these days?
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to Vegas this weekend. I might leave early maybe Wednesday. I'm doing like a mastermind tour basketball. I I'll be working with a resort world in Vegas. Yeah, yeah we we're going to set up a basketball over there me and Tristan Jazz. and then we're going to have a lot of kids, you know, men and women, you know, kids, you know, adult, you know, anybody, you know, you know, they're going to come Playing with us, you know, we have a lot of gifts, you know, a lot of stuff. And then also we're we working with this founders and core, like a bucket of bowling, you know. Very cool. we You know, and just we're going to have fun with the kids and then tell them, you know, to stop bowling, you know, just don't follow social media too much. You know, everything they see on social media sometimes. It's not real, you know, because I'm not going to post my bad day on social media. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm just yeah, going exactly. to gonna gonna post, you know, I mean, no having fun, things like that. Uh,
1: Speaking of having like, fun in Vegas, do you gamble at all? Are you going to be gambling at all? I mean, just a little
0: bit, but I'm not too smart. crazy. That's yeah. That's <laughs> we
1: don't need it. We don't need anything to in Vegas. Yeah, you have to gamble a little bit. You don't have to, but just, you know. What's your game? Where are you going to be heading if you're heading there at all? Blackjack, roulette? What are you feeling? I usually do blackjack and then
0: roulette, you know. Sometimes a little bit crap. Oh, craps. Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, well, best of luck to you in Vegas. This was a time, my guy. I hope to have you back on the podcast soon. We'll be in touch, but keep doing what you're doing. And I'm sure a lot of people listening today just got really inspired from your craft. Thank you. Thanks so
0: much. Thanks for having me.
1: I appreciate it. Of course. Of course, homie.